0: The world is dark and sometimes it can be downright depressing, but I refuse to believe that there's nothing we can do to make things better, even if it's just a little bit you do for one little person. That's why I've decided to focus on being the change. Like Mahatma Gandhi taught us, we have to be the change that we want to see and to inspire us to change things around us. I'm talking to some exceptional people who've used their power to action change. I hope you are inspired. So did you take formal music lessons as a child and if you were among the very few people who actually did were you told that playing a musical instrument is not a reliable career?
1: Like you know the generation whom I used to play with, they're still playing music and their other, they, their children were never allowed to go into music and I when I asked the musicians they said no it's a very unreliable source even though they've made the money in that.
0: Our country has the largest population of children in the world According to the census 2011, there are 472 million children in India under the age of 18. And when a basic education is a luxury for most children in our country, how can these children ever dream of a life of anything other than hard labour? Can they dream of touching a musical instrument, let alone making a living out of it?
1: Money is the last thing. Of course we need money, but the worth of a human being, you know, they can come from anywhere.
0: So here's what it means to be a musician right now. a cello costs 75,000 rupees. A violin could range between 5,000 and 3 lakh rupees. Former music lessons could cost you 30,000 rupees a year. Most children who come from families that have to prioritize food and school fees and electricity bills, for them, music is not even a distant dream. But there is one place where that reality has turned on its head, and that's the Sunshine Orchestra, started by A.R. Rahman. The project provides free, formal musical training to economically backward children who wouldn't be able to afford it otherwise. And it's built a team of sunshiners that are now performing all over the world.
1: So the question was, who's going to start a school where this younger generation could be nurtured with international level of artisticness of musicianship. And I thought, okay, somebody's going to start, somebody's going to start. And one day I said, I'm very 40. And if I die tomorrow, I won't achieve anything. Like I buy equipments worth, you know, half a million pounds, mixers and, and all of them depreciate and it becomes nearly one tenth the cost later. So I think even if you do something wrong, it's fine to do it. Let's start a school. So I consulted some people and I got one of the guys, colleagues, Zelo who said like, I want to do a school and it should be free. And he said, No, if you do it free, nobody's gonna value it. Then we decided, okay, we'll do a school came, was born like that. It'll be money for the rich kids where they get international quality education and we also pull in kids who can't afford anything. We'll buy instruments. Mm-hmm. So it was like, this one was paying for this and also I was paying for both, actually. <laughs> and uh, where to start? Should we get kids from East India, West India, North India, okay. South India? So let's start with the own street. So there was a school opposite, the MGR School, and I said, let's try it. It's an experiment. So we pulled around 50 kids and... Um, I got a teacher from Scotland and there's one from France and three years went by and there was no change. And I went back after three years and said, what's happening? And they couldn't even hold.
0: They couldn't even hold the instrument.
1: No. And I was like, what's going on? Something is going wrong. So I pulled my conductor, Murti and I said, told him like, you you know, I'm doing this. Can you help me with this? And, and he said, um, I don't know how to do it. I said, I don't know how to do it either. So that makes two of us, but we'll do it. <laughs> So he went in, and in six months' time, there was change, and then he almost adopted them. So the Sunshine was born. I'm, I named it Sunshine Orchestra because it's we're from Chennai, and that's the only thing we have: the <laughs> heat, the heat and sun.
0: So the Sunshine Orchestra, from what I understand, has a hundred children now.
1: Yeah, there are uh, the the main uh, group, which is around. Uh, it's like a chamber orchestra, around yes. 14 to 15 strings, and then we have brass. And then the second lot, third lot, which are more younger. And it's expanding. Now I think we're going to other schools also.
0: I was watching the video that that your team had made on the Sunshine Orchestra. There are children whose fathers are istriwalas, or ironing men, whose mothers work, who who do domestic work as cooks and maids and things like that. And they're playing cellos inside their homes, which is beautiful. They're learning music in India. It would take for a family to pay school fees, to put food on the table, to consider coaching classes, and then after that, if there was anything left, to consider the possibility of music. And even then, a string instrument like a cello or a violin or any of the the most difficult instruments instruments to master. So do you believe that this is the change you're making? You're giving access to children who would have never had it otherwise.
1: There are two things that I wanted an orchestra. This is a selfish reason. <laughs> so these kids, for them, it's a social upliftment, mm. life-changing for us because they're somebody committed. And you know that they're gonna be there for the rest of their lives, you know, supporting the instrument and supporting music. And we're gonna hear this beautiful music from them.
0: You also, at one point, I remember about the Sunshine Orchestra, you said, we need them more than they need us. Yeah. Is that what That's, you meant? Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. It demolishes all these beliefs that, you know, to be a musician, to be a literate, You need to come from this race, this caste, this religion. Art is art. And my idea was to start a full orchestra, a native Indian Symphony Orchestra. And uh, we also need space. So we're fighting for the space to get something which will be world-class so they can perform and the generation can, you know, get inspired. And it will become also like a tourist spot where the people come from around the world to watch.
0: So you believe we should have a building? Yeah. Like the Sydney Opera House or you know, yes. something like that, that's marquee, that celebrates music.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, one of the students from your school won a, a world contest.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I know that for you, that was a moment of, of pride.
1: Yeah, it was fantastic because this kid was very talented. He used to play the drums. Mm-hmm. I met him in 2014 or 13, And then I believe he came to KM Conservatory and he looked at Mr. Chatterjee's piano class and he said, what is that instrument? And he went in and then uh, he was given scholarship for 3 years and then he went out and of course it's not just teaching you know what they are made of is also very important and also the parents
0: i do want to ask you about this and um, and this is perhaps advice not just for musicians but everybody who does any sort of work when you did roja i remember it was a new sound nobody had ever heard anything like that and then you did that again when you did rangila and over and over and over and over again in your career have you ever had a moment when you're sitting alone in your studio thinking people are going to think this is rubbish <laughs> and at what point do you have faith to say no i'm going to take this out i believe it's good
1: uh yeah a lot of times and and many times when it when something comes new comes in they're just oh my god it sounds so bad and then it takes a week later oh no actually it's not that bad sure. and then after a month it becomes a hit and this is a pattern which has been happening and sometimes it even though you believe that you know something is good you just sometimes shake it and it's like oh my god mm. what's going to happen now Oh, I can drive a car. Fine, <laughs> I can become a driver.
0: So I can still go back to playing tabla. Exactly. <laughs> but I must ask you this, since the point of the conversation is to be the change, and you've done this amazing thing with the Sunshine Orchestra. How can we, the people who are watching this conversation right now, help out? Should they invite the orchestra to play at big events, at corporate events? Will that? Will they come? Will is that? Yeah, is they that will come.
1: The, my dream is, uh, you know, when you create. And nurture, you know, this fifteen people, the core. I want them, each of them, to start another, find it, mm. you know, go and spread the message and, and bring beauty to our lives. And also, the statement of their success is my success because uh, when they teach, when they play, and they become successful, they they break all the you know the cliches and they prove that music is from the divine.
0: Are you writing something special for these children?
1: Actually, I've, I'm writing a piece for 10 years, <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing to see them having an the instrument which is taller than them, the tuba. and uh, So it's all happening slowly. We are probably like two years behind, but I'm still proud of them.
0: If you want to support the children of the Sunshine Orchestra, here's what you can do. Engage the orchestra to perform at your events, corporate events or concerts. Remember, the best way to support young musicians or artists is to give them space to perform and opportunities to earn. Be the change.